Hi friends, welcome to the Partnership Podcast, exploring gospel partnership and generosity in the Bible, alongside stories of support raising from around our fellowship. We pray you'll be encouraged by it. Hi everyone, welcome to episode nine of the Partnership Podcast and thanks Sally for joining me again for this chat. Oh, thanks Kat, good to be here. Today we're talking about some of Jesus' teachings on prayer uh, in the context of our support raising ministry and we'll begin by praying together now. Heavenly Father, yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Help us as we seek to learn from Jesus about prayer and to consider it in the light of our partnership ministry, to seek your kingdom before all other needs and desires, and to rely on you, knowing that you are a good father who loves for us to pray shamelessly audacious prayers and to provide all that we need. Help us to ask and seek and knock. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so today's... uh... Our reading is uh, chapter 10 of Luke. So Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through to chapter 11, verse 13. And I'm reading from the ESV. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation. And he said to them, which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine has arrived On a journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within. Do not bother me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? I really like um, that bit in Mary and Martha's story where uh, Jesus is saying that Mary was distracted by her many tasks and says, uh, sorry, Martha was distracted and says to Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. And I think uh, Mm -hmm. that is so often us in our partnership work uh, Mm -hmm. and forgetting 
the most important thing that's our relationship with God in the midst of the partnership work. Mm. And I think that's part of why it's so helpful, I think, um, for us to be reading these texts that you've suggested um, from the Bible, Kat, um, to just be sitting at the Lord's feet and hearing from him and really uh, working on our just our headspace in partnership and just seeking seeking to hear from God about how how he um, desires to to support us uh, and to have people working for his kingdom and people generously being part of that um, contributing to the kingdom work yes absolutely so much and I think it's it's that kind of headspace that Jesus talks about in the next chapter that we've discussed previously that God knows mm. all the things that we need and that we're striving for and that the nations of the world run after, but just that encouragement mm. for us, even in the midst of our material needs, to strive for his kingdom and those things will be given to us as well. And I think that's the headspace that allows people, allows us to rest mm. in this kind of way. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, I think there's lots of different ways that staff do that. So I've seen staff doing things like taking time out to walk. There's a number of people who've said, if I need to get my head into the right place, going for a walk and praying is just one of the most helpful things, um, helpful Mm. physically to get you, I don't know, get moving, um, helps your mental health anyway. Um, But other staff have talked to me about singing or journaling or meeting to pray with Mm. a friend or one of their supporters, um, asking Mm. key supporters to pray for them with them, Um, setting aside time to pray before they start approaching people, Um, just thinking about how to cultivate that head and mind space like you were saying. Um, But Sal, Mm. what does it look like for you in practice? So I think um, like one of the things um, I'm I'm a bit under-supported at the moment and one of the things when when you asked me whether I could uh, help with this podcast, um, I was thinking, oh, I really should be focusing on doing of the partnership. But actually, um, we really, it was really helpful when you suggested that maybe it could actually be an encouragement to help you in your partnership um, as we continue to read these passages and reflect. And I think that's 100% been true, um, that as we spend this time uh, chatting together as we read these passages, um, I think it just, it, um, it helps my headspace and it helps me to be asking from a place of um, contentment and a place of trusting God um, rather mm. than asking from, uh, I've just got to do all these things. Um, so more of a, I suppose, more of a Mary headspace than a Martha headspace, if you're going to think about it in that way. Yeah. Um, and just be, yeah, focused on trusting God. Because it's really easy when you're under-supported, I think, to get quite stressed um, or just feel the weight of that. And just, um, but when we read um, from God's word, we're reminded that actually God has all of the resources and um, really we're just giving uh, opportunities for people to be generous to God through supporting our work on campus. Yeah, yeah. And I think it is, my observation is that it is much easier to do that when you're feeling fully supported or not feeling stressed about support, which is a good reason to avoid deficit. Um but, but I think actually when you're in that harder place, it's even more important to kind of cultivate your headspace mm. to th- sit and to remind yourself of which promises of God are relevant and true in this situation. Um, mm. Yeah, and some of that um, comes up in the rest of the passage actually. Yeah, so I think, um, like I think even just the Lord's Prayer mm. um, 
like we only he only gives us a few verses here but um you know a key part of it is give us each day our daily bread yes so basically please provide for us <laughs> and that's part of a key prayer that we should be praying and i think um one of the things it's easy to get into the headspace of is thinking well if you're in a secular workplace you know it, the money just comes but when you when you're working in ministry and you have to um raise the funds yourself um it feels like if you're in a secular job it's all provided and then if you're in a ministry job god has to provide but actually god provides for us either way yes <laughs> and, yeah and remembering that actually either way god's the one who's providing the, the financial um, resources and the food and everything. God actually provides us with even our breath. Um, mm. And so I think just a daily prayer where we ask for God to provide for our needs is yes. good for us <laughs> either way. Whatever type of work we're doing, that's God true. is providing for us. Yeah, that's really true. And I think that, that discipline of daily prayer for your, the material provision of your needs um, would not be bad mm. for most staff um just making us more aware of that reality um it's easy Mm. to say but i think that kind of dependence and awareness of our dependence Mm. is is, um good for god's leaders to be aware of and where Mm. god is um inviting and asking us to be i think Mm. a lot of our staff do struggle with the fear and uncertainty of where their future support is going to come from Mm. Um, Mm. so it's interesting here that it is daily Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, daily. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even just rejoicing in the way God has provided um, for us for many years, like a lot of us, uh, especially as we've been working for longer, sometimes it gets harder. But it's actually when we look back at God's faithfulness in providing for us for many years, um, it's very mm. encouraging. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's easy to look at the Lord's Prayer and think just um, verse 3 there is about the daily Mm. bread is relevant to support raising, but there are so many connections as well. I Mm. think um, even with praying, um, you know, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, just puts all of our other work in that perspective of seeking God's glory Mm. and seeking to do our support raising in a way that does honour his name. Uh, and again, that yes. seeking the kingdom first theme coming up that we mm. mentioned a moment ago with Mary and Martha. Um, and I think the teaching about forgiveness, uh, praying for mm. forgiveness and praying that we might forgive others uh, mm. is really interesting in the context of support raising. I think there is a place for self-examination and just watching which of our patterns and which of the things, the, the habits that we have are unhealthy um, sometimes mm. I think there are things to repent of, uh, to ask for forgiveness mm. for with God, particularly around um, either neglecting something that God loves and thinks is a good thing, our partnership ministry, or um, maybe a, an invitation here to repent of being tempted to use people or to only think about partners in the context of what we need, um, mm. which is an easy thing to fall into, but staff have... Um, been willing to confess that um, a number of times, just that that's an easy trap to fall into. And so I think you just to watch our, to be careful and watch our hearts in that way. Mm, mm, but absolutely. I, th- I think there's also sometimes a need to actually forgive others in the context of support raising as well. There's a number of staff who would talk about 
feeling a bit resentful sometimes or even bitter towards people who have disappointed them, who haven't supported when they thought they would or haven't followed through on things. And um, Mm. sometimes our staff can be pretty frustrated with that. And so I think this discipline of praying that we might forgive others um, Mm. is a way of just keeping a watch on our hearts and making sure that uh, we're taking that to God and just thinking about... um, Jesus in relationship to that that other person. Um, mm. 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 And I think um, also the the temptation to judge as well, um, uh, judge other people's circumstances as well. So, yeah. yeah. Instead trying to have that gracious mindset of actually it's not about um, – it's not about me, it's actually about God yeah. and asking God to forgive us when we uh, stray into that, um, focusing on ourselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And not yeah. that other people might not have things to repent of, but that it, since Jesus has cancelled their debt, that's between him, them and him. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the passage finishes really interestingly with this, um, mm. the friend, the friend who's in bed and... Um, mm already has the door locked um yeah it's such a it's such an interesting story because it it does <laughs> require you to kind of think okay so this is obviously different to uh our current uh culture where we could you know get up and just go to the convenience store or uh, we have all of our food in the freezer this is a very uh, different uh time when you know a guest might arrive and you need to feed them and you don't have a whole lot of stocks and so you go to your neighbor and you go neighbor neighbor i need some help in the middle of the night yeah in the middle of the <laughs> night and you just keep banging on their door until they get up yeah yeah and i i guess the the thing that we can take is that it's an encouragement to persistence in prayer um mm. and uh, i think what did your your translation have there, not persistence. Impudence. And yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. Yes. And I was reading earlier this week in the TNIV where um, it says, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely mm. get up and give you as much as you need. And I just loved that phrase, shameless audacity. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Um, yeah, what a what a good headspace for our staff to think about is our willingness mm. to be um, shamelessly audacious in our willingness to ask God, particularly here. But um, mm. we could pray for some mm. shameless audacity in our asking mm. of people as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And and you know the 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 worst thing people can do is to say, "I oh, actually I'm not in a position at the moment." So maybe we just need to try and. Um, yeah, encourage our, our shameless audacity in just being willing to ask people and see what happens, <laughs> trusting God. Mm. And I, I think as I read this passage and thought about how this is obviously in the context of asking God, not primarily people, it made me wonder if sometimes our unwillingness to approach others begins with an unwillingness even to ask God for what we need. And so mm. actually thinking about even before we start thinking about how we approach others, what's going on in my relationship with God if I'm not willing to be asking him with shameless audacity or with that boldness or persistence in prayer mm. um, with God before I even think about asking people. Um, and that's, mm. that's one of the central tenets of the God Ask, the book that I've been promoting lots, is that primarily we're asking God for support and we're asking the other person to ask God what they should do with their money. So it's primarily mm. a God ask before it's ever a kind of partner ask. 
Mm. And I think that's really helpful um, because, yeah, as you said, this passage is is talking about us asking God um, for things um, and, and the fact that God actually, uh, like a really good father, loves to give us what we ask for. Mm. I think that that's a, a, obviously a biblically true thing but not mm. always something that our hearts feel deeply confident about. Uh, so I mm. wonder actually if this is these couple of verses, verse 9 to 13, are a really helpful passage for prayerfully meditating on, dwelling on, drawing, mm. writing out, whatever your style is. Um, just setting aside some time if you're struggling with God's willingness to provide for you, to dwell on these passages and this passage and mm. help that. Um, obviously, mm. if your own father has not been... Um, such a good father, so like our Heavenly Father, then that might be harder, but also good to wrestle with that. Mm, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And then this passage asks, uh, finishes, we were just chatting before about how um, it finishes with the fact that this passage is primarily actually asking for the, the Holy Spirit, the asking and seeking and knocking is not... Mm first of all, for our material needs, although obviously there's the, there is the encouragement to ask for material needs in verse 3 with asking for our daily bread. And even in this mm. last part of the passage, asking for a fish, asking for an egg, their, their material needs mm. that are being spoken about here. But the Lord, um, the Heavenly Father, will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. Mm, and I think absolutely. it just made me think about how actually the deeper need, even than our material provision in our support raising, is the Spirit's work in our lives to give us joy in thankfulness in this part of our work, to free us from our fears, to keep renewing us and convicting us of the goodness of partnership work, of God's people being in partnership with each other. And even the mm. Holy Spirit's work also to move other people's hearts so that they're turning from the idol of mammon and turning towards the true and living God. Like there's a lot of part, there's a lot of ways in which partnerships really tied up with people's um, how they're expressing their life before God. And I think in some mm. in some parts of the Bible, even with salvation, that's more to Timothy. We can chat about that another time. But I think the Holy Spirit <laughs> is really integral to our partnership work in changing our hearts and other people's hearts, and He's using it for His glory. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, one of the things um, that we're, we're on about is um, wanting to see people's lives transformed by the gospel. Mm. And I think, um, you know, that's that's part of this, isn't it? It's just, yeah, having our own hearts um, and um, those of uh, the people around us and our partnership team have lives transformed by the gospel. Mm. Yeah, wonderful. Sally, are you happy to finish up by praying for us? Absolutely. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for um, the way that you do speak to us through your word, that uh, as we read your word, you help us to understand more about who you are and what you've done and what matters to you. Help us, Lord, as we seek to keep coming to you, to know you and to love you, um, and that you would be helping us as we come to you with our needs, uh, come with you, come to you uh, with our um needs for support but our needs in so many other ways help us to have our lives transformed by your gospel as we seek to um, be well supported for the work that we do and we pray this in your precious name amen amen well thanks sally for joining me and thanks everyone for listening uh, that's the end of our bible discussions for our first season of the podcast but we'll be 
back um, hopefully next year, early next year, with another series in a different part of the Bible. Thanks, everyone. Bye.